So yeah, sailing on, and me, I have, I have blast furnace because you get it. I got it. <laughs> I'll take a coffee with milk. And we're here with, with Jim's son Luke, which is a pleasure to meet you, buddy. You want to say hello? Yeah, I'm sure they picked that up. <laughs> get a better mic technique. Come on. No, but I was, I was saying that when I was a kid, I met Ozzy. I'm not going to make, you know. You can make fun of me, bro. The hand tattoos. Oh, I, you I met Ozzy. Me, <laughs> no, I met Ozzy, and um, I had him sign my knuckles, Ozzy. And I didn't, I was in high school at the time, and I didn't want to, I didn't, I, I didn't want to want, I didn't want to shower for like a week. My parents were freaking out. If I did, I put a bag over, and every day I walked in. I went to like some preppy Catholic school. I didn't even know who Ozzy was. I'm like, what is that on your fucking knuckles? I'm like, no, it's Ozzy. Like, what a weirdo. Yeah, that's weird shit. So, so even if you took a shower, you would put a bag around your hands? Yeah, because I didn't want it to wash off. Of course, no, I get it, but I can picture you in the shower with a bag around your hand to take an Ozzy um, can I get some milk for the coffee? Yeah. Oh, right here, okay. No, no, I'm regular milk. That's regular milk? This is... Okay. Half half and half. Okay. Um, first first hamburger. Yeah. No cheese, right? Uh, medium well. A side of fries with that. What are you going to get? Good. I'm good. I'm just going with the coffee, yeah. You know what I'll do? I'll just get a... I'll just get a cheeseburger, and that's it. American cheese? That's fine. No fries or anything like that. Medium rare. Yeah. No, no problem, man. Yeah. You on a keto diet or something? No, I want a bun. Right. No, I just don't want to. It's easy to eat while I'm talking. No, it is. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I have this whole thing in my head. You know, I'm like... But we just had this conversation. I'm going to be talking to this guy who's going to rip me apart in his no, head. No, I'm not. But no, we're talking. We're just talking. We've been talking a lot lately. Like this, this generation of younger kids, the millennials, can't take the ball busting. No. And the ball busting just means you like the person. Right. If you right. bust the balls, then that's a weird way of showing affection. Now you like the person. If you don't ball bust, then you just like you know, they're indifferent. You don't give a shit about them. Exactly. So this generation cannot take the ball busting. That's true. So I'm hoping my son and his friends, that generation, will be able to, as they bust balls. 
balls, and I tell them, look, that's what you Spread do. You Somebody wears balls. a bad shirt, you, you go, you rip them apart for 15 minutes. Don't right. take it personally. But I don't have a bad shirt on right now. No, you don't, but I'm saying, I'm telling him, like, you I know, know, I know, I know, you know, right? But sometimes he's like, oh, man, I'm like, look, if you're going to wear something stupid or whatever, it's, just take it. Yeah. Take it. But that's, your friends are saying, I like you when they do that. Of course. Well, if, if, if I like you, you'll know. Like, if I don't like you, I don't have to tell you I don't like you. I'll just, I just won't say anything to you. I won't, you know what I'm saying? Like, even if I work with you, right. if, if I like you, I'm going to break your chops. I'm, like, I'm with that with everybody. You have I'm the to. same whether it's my boss. For right. real, I, I'll, I'll abuse my boss. I talk to my boss like, I'll go to my friend for that guy in 25 years. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not like that. I'm not that phony kind of shit. Right. And that's why, like, if you broke my chops, I would laugh at everything you said because I get it. I absolutely get it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's, yeah, I'm just hoping that at some point you can go back to ball bus and no one's going to take, look, bullying in school is a different thing, but ball it busting it, you know, that everybody can make fun of each other and not get, you know, be worried over it. But don't you think, do you think right. things go in, in, like, cycles? You know what I, I don't mean? know. I don't see it coming back. It, this unless, is a weird one. Unless, unless these, these, you know, these millennials that are growing up now and they can't, you know, they don't even have, when they're having a baby, they have to make a big deal about it and they have to post how crazy it is. Like, it's never been crazy for our moms. Did, you know? You, you didn't have, like, you didn't, like, bust a balloon, like, on no, Facebook? No, I, like, when, when, when I didn't have a gender reveal party. party. You didn't? No, I... Why I te- not? I, I te- not sensitive to that No, I, I texted all my friends said, hey, I met some chick that I barely know and I didn't pull out in time and I'm having a boy. Right. <laughs> and Luke is sitting there laughing at you. See, that's good. Yeah. So, you know, but but they have to make a big deal about it. Look at me. I have a kid. They can't handle it because they've been coddled their whole life. Right. So now they're out in the real world. Like, wait, well, now they're buying a house and having a baby. They're like, they're freaking out. Yeah. You know, they don't know what to do. So it's... Uh, you know, I'm just hoping that these just other and they're all sensitive too. Oh, they never so they want trophies for everything. They never look at that AOC broad. Okay, oh she my God. she can't take any criticism at all. No. Like she grew up in the Bronx. She's 29 years old. She's Puerto Rican. She's good looking. She's got big tits. So she got her way and every she walked in a bar like Rosie Perez. Oh no, you did it. Oh no. Right. You know what I mean? And nobody questioned her. Right. Everybody kissed her ass because she was hot and she was loud right. and Puerto Rican. And now she's out she's in the public. That shit crazy. She's crazy, and now she has these crazy ideas, and she's putting them out there, and they're getting she's getting called out because some of them don't even make sense, and she's freaking out. She's like, what are you guys doing? Right. She said, I have to take a break from social media. It's not good for my mental health. She had a representative call Fox News say, please stop picking on me. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you're in the public eye now. If you're going to say some crazy shit that we're going to, no more airplanes, you know, cow farts. Sorry, people are going to comment. Yeah, people are going to rip your pocket. But she's never had that. Any kind of criticism at all. Right. She's been coddled her whole life, and now she's out there, and she doesn't, she doesn't know how to deal with it. Right. And, and if you even think about that, that's just insane to me how, how you said, what, she's 29 years old? She's an adult, right? And she's supposedly educated in whatever. But your social media is having such an effect on you in a personal way that you need to take a break like you're traumatized. I know. It's, 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 I don't get that. I know. Anybody can say anything they want about me on any social media platform, and I really can care. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know. And I'm on here 
like I'm on like the three of them: the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter. Right. And 95% of my stuff is podcast shit. You know what I mean? Right. 90% of it. I don't see you posting. No. Kind of, we were just out in California for I, a week. I, I think I'm offended right now. I think that me and you should check in together yeah, at the Park Place Diner. Yeah. That's what we should do. <laughs> we uh, no, we were in California for a week on vacation. That I fucking went to you know baseball games, fucking Disney. Yeah. You know amusement parks. Had a great time. Nothing. Not one thing posted. He met Mike Trout. He got Mike Trout's autograph. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, oh look, at, he was on the Jumbotron at the fucking Angels game. Right. Whatever. But it's not on social media. Personal shit. Yeah. Just I sent it to my family. Yeah. Like, hey, my kid made it on there. That's that's great. That's, and that's who all that matters. Exactly. That's who it's for. Some guy in Iowa that like my first album doesn't like to see that. Right. He's gonna like it. He does. Yeah, he's he's gonna press like. And how come you didn't press heart? You don't love it. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. We, you didn't like that one, but uh, you didn't like that one, but you like this one. But how come you made a heart on this one and you didn't? Really? One guy said to me, "How come you don't check out my Instagram stories?" I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" No. He goes, "No, because you could tell." I go, "No, I look." He goes, "No, you you could tell if you look at him or not." And I'm like, dude, you gotta fucking get a life. Yeah. Seriously, you gotta, you gotta, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> this kid's awesome. How old are you, Luke? That's my daughter. Eight, eight. My daughter's yeah. nine. Yeah. yeah. I just dropped her off. It's awesome. My kid's like that too. She's just laughing. Maybe should hook him up. Jobs. He's not. Hey, listen. Do you like horror movies? Not really. Not into horror movies. No, not really. He likes comedies. You know, okay. Jim Carrey, Sandler, well, of, course. of course, stuff like that. Okay. Well, my daughter. Like all movies? She actually is. Really? A little nine? bit. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's me. That's all me. Okay. But I, yeah. but I, did, I did it, in a, and I think in like in a responsible way. Right. Like she likes everything. I mean, dude, she, she'll, she'll like that. Like she was just dressed. She was just dressed up. We went to Chiller and Parsippany. Yeah. The Chiller convention. Yeah. yeah. And she was dressed up like Reagan from The Exorcist, dude. Cuts oh, on her face with a crucifix and everything. She went to school on Halloween dressed up like Reagan from The Exorcist. Really? I was waiting for the phone call. Yeah. Nothing. Shocked because they can't put makeup on, right? Oh, she has cuts. Oh, well, in his school, he couldn't put makeup on. She had cuts all over her face and everything. Really? It was insane. Yeah. That's great. But 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 then she'll go and she'll watch like some girly, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever. It's frozen or something. Exactly. Yeah, she's over the frozen. Right, yeah. But but you get it. Yeah. But um, she's the same way. She breaks chops. She's 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 like me. You know what I mean? Right. Thank God. Thank God. Like I'm like, oh, you sensitive for this nonsense. What are you doing? Yeah. So she'll watch like The Exorcist and all this stuff, but. What I did was back in the day, look back in the day, about six years ago, there was a show on FX. It was called Face Off. It was like FX makeup where it would take like a model and it was a contest of uh, create like a monster or whatever. So I would sit her down and watch it, like, oh, look at the pretty girl or the good looking guy. And then it goes through and they put this crazy prosthetic makeup on. Right. So she knows that it's make believe, it's pretend. And then I started, I was like, she thought it was cool. So I was like, all right. And we started off easy, like gremlins or something. Right. You know, and now it's like she's like dad I want to watch The Exorcist I'm like oh Jesus Christ nice yeah nice and then I was like I was like listen the movie's horrifying it scarred me as a kid that movie yeah. but now I think this generation she was watching it and there's certain parts at the time where I wouldn't let her hear it I mean I don't want her to know like Ask me like what a cock is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm, I would like make noises or cover her ears because I know the movie like the back of my hand. Yeah. So 
She's just sitting there and she's watching the movie and she's like, Dad, she's like, she's not scary. She just has a potty mouth. She's like unfazed, which right. was weird. I'm like, yeah. really? She don't scare you? Well, maybe does she watch any of the zombie shows like, or any of that stuff? She, she was uninterested really in The Walking Dead. Okay, so, because that stuff, you know, yeah, I mean, he, uh, what was I going to say about like he wants to see Friday the Thirteenth or Halloween. Oh, she. And I'm telling him now it's too much. Oh, really? Oh, my daughter's all about that. My daughter met the Shining twins. Really? Which was the coolest thing ever. They were small. They looked exactly the same. Just wow. all the versions. They were like, hello. They had like little English oh, accents. At, the, at uh, Monster Mania, oh, I go to them all the time. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I've been to Chiller before. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I, I saw Don Jameson at one of them once. Yeah, we did. Me, Don, and Eddie went there and signed. Oh, did you? Pictures or whatever. It was like two yeah. years ago. I don't remember which one it was. It might yeah. have been New Jersey. The Horicon or something like that, but I just right. went on James Yeah. So you grew up in, is that true? You were born in Brooklyn? Yeah, born. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, no, I'm good. You want fries, Luke? Oh, yeah. Thanks, sir. A little ketchup. Would you ask me if I was on a keto diet, man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just put it off. I lived there until I was like one, and then we moved to New Jersey. Oh, wait. Do you remember what part? Do you even know what part? Um. My mom showed me a house. It was like right over to Verrazano Bridge. I live. It must have been Bay Ridge, right? I work in Bay Ridge, so it could have been. Yeah, if it's right over to Verrazano, it's Bay Ridge. Yeah. yeah, that's where she grew up. You go right down to the corner of my block. You look over there to Verrazano. That's where I'm at. Yeah, but that's uh, but I was only that one. Then we moved to Jersey. Yeah, so it doesn't so. count. I lived in yeah. Oldbridge myself. I Did lived you? on English Town Road. I met my ex-wife in Oldbridge. I met her at Bagel Boy on Five Sixteen, on Route Five Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the little shopping area. Yeah, yeah. Bagel Boy. I worked for those guys in Brooklyn for years when I was a little kid. You know, deli work. You know, off the books nonsense when I was still partying and all right. the books. And they wound up opening up a store in Oldbridge. I wound up after a whole bunch of stuff, rehab and all kinds of crazy stuff. But boss called me up and was like, Jimmy, what's going on? It's like I just opened up a store. If you want to come out, you want to, you know, you want to come and manage it for me, blah, 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 blah. Like, all right, well, why not? What am I doing anyway? I was trying to get back on my feet. I don't know, shit. 12, 15 years ago or something like that. So I went out there and I met her and next thing I moved down to Miami. And moved Wait, so you met her where? Oh, you met I her, met her in Oldbridge. Yeah. And then you lived off English Town Road? I lived, yes, I lived off English Town Road. I also had an apartment in Cranberry Crossing Apartments. I don't know that. Which is, it's, it's straight down the same road as Bagel Boy on 516. Okay. Right, right. There's like a TD Bank, a Burger King, and it's Cranberry Crossing. No, not Cranberry Crossing, Glenwood House. Glenwood. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Glenwood. I, my first girlfriend worked at that Burger King. I was, my, my son takes music lessons, right? In, uh, really? Browntown Shopping Center. Right. It's a music place upstairs. That's Old right. Music Academy. Right. Well, that's where I was. It was Glen, Glenwood House. Glenwood, yeah, yeah. That's that where Burger was. King has been there for years. My first girlfriend worked there. Really? I yeah. lived in there, and then and then I moved to East Brunswick, and that's what it was called, Cranberry Crossing Apartments. Okay. Yeah. I bounced all around Jersey for a little while with her, and then we moved down to Miami, and we moved to North Carolina, back to Jersey, and then... Where did she grow up? She grew up in Oldbridge? Oldbridge. Born and raised. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. She's younger than me. I'm so, 43. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I probably don't. Yeah, she, Unless she she's was, got older like, brothers. She, uh, an older a brother, like a year older, okay. and a sister. I don't even know. Right. That, definitely not. If I wouldn't have known her. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're not even my age. She's, right. she's like nine years younger than me. Right. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Sick. So, yeah, so, um, 
I want to say I, I have no segues here, so I'm just there's a few yeah. things that I had in my head. I know I know well, it's kind of known that you lived with with Jim Norton back yeah. in the day. <laughs> now I got thrown out of Caroline's one night when I was still an animal. I don't drink anymore. I'm a problem when I drink. It's not good. Right. Yeah. Some people can handle it. Some can't. I have some friends that are I can't a problem, too. I'm a problem. Yeah, Gary. Gary from Florida? Yeah, Gary from Florida. Yeah. I feel like I know that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know. I've never met him. I feel like I know that guy. But, um, yeah, I'm a problem. But, uh, I was at Caroline's, and... Make a long story short, I was hammered, hammered, and I decided, and it's great, it's kind of great now, because Jim Norton tweeted it, and tweeted the picture, and I saved that I have it somewhere, but Club Soda Kenny drew me out, <laughs> Club Soda Kenny, I met him before, I met him before the show, I'm like, what's up, all from the Open Anthony show, blah, 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 so I met him, and then I decided, because I was so hammered, I was, in my twisted head, I'm thinking, I'm being courteous here, because I didn't want to get up and block everyone's view. Norton was on stage and I didn't want to like excuse me excuse me and, and be that guy. You know what I mean? Were you sitting in the front? No, I was okay. kind of in the back a little bit right. in the middle I guess. But I didn't want to bother anybody so I decided in my really drunken head that I'm just going to scooch up to the edge of my seat and piss on the floor. <laughs> Okay. Right. All right. So now I'm pissing on the floor, and it's dark. I'm thinking I'm good. Yeah. Everyone's focused over there. No one's looking at me. Next thing you know, I get and I turn around. Club soda, Kenny. You gotta go. I'm like, what? Like what I do? You gotta go. So I wound up leaving. And, and my boy Danny too. We had to go. I didn't want to cause any scene. Next thing you know, I don't. So we we left without a problem. But then, like the next day, Jim Norton tweets out a picture. It's like April 2014, and he's stand. He's on his hands and knees next to this huge friggin' wet spot on the carpet of my piss, and he's pointing at it. And it's like some guy on the late show decided to pull his cock out and piss on the floor. I approve. Really? I'm like this rules. I'm like it was all worth it now. <laughs> But did Kenny never said anything like you? You pissed on the floor or anything? No. He was okay. Like, no, I think maybe somebody saw. Somebody and, saw it. And then, I don't even know what happened beforehand because I was just so out of my mind. Yeah. So I might have did something and brought attention to somebody, watched that guy or whatever. That wasn't like loud or being like a dick like that. Yeah. I'm not like that. But right. But yeah. So that's one out of a Jim Norton show. No, look, we're doing something. How ironic is that? Yeah, we always do it at concerts. Like, we'll piss in the cup, the beer cup. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And you always do it when, the, when there's a good song on. Like, if Sabbath's doing more pigs, everyone's focused on the stage. Of so that's course. when you just piss in your cup, you stand there. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just, and then you just put it on the floor. That's it. Yeah, yeah, my friend was. Tony Pete on what guy? Like, two, a couple guys in front of him. Because he was pissing on the floor at PNC, like in the. And, and it was splashing on these guys, and it's the summertime, and it's pretty splashing on their, on their back of their legs, and they got shorts on. They're looking oh my back. god! <laughs> <laughs> and he put it away real quick. Yeah. But you always do it when there's a good song on, because if there's a, a new song and everyone's looking around, yeah. you're gonna get busted. So you knew everyone's looking at the stage. Jim's yeah. there. Jim's there. Yeah. It was. It was like you know, five minutes in, he opened up with something strong, yeah. like, so you know it's like everyone's focused and listen. I didn't want to like you know disturb you. anybody's view of watching the show. They're all paid, you know. 
So that's how I felt. But then I got thrown out for it. Right. And, it and then I heard, I heard Jim say it a few times on like different podcasts and stuff right. like that. He's like, sometimes I don't even know what's going on. There was one time, like recently, yeah. a couple months ago, he was like, he told that story. He's like, sometimes you can't see people in the crowd. You don't know what's happening in the crowd. He's like, one time, you know, with Caroline, some guy got thrown out for pissing on the floor during my show. I'm like, oh my God. Like, you know, still, right. I'm like, that's bugged out that Jim Norton remembers that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid. I approve. Yeah, I approve. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, it must have been bugged out. crazy living with that guy. No, nah, I mean, it's, you know, look, he's pretty normal. You know, he doesn't drink. Yeah, he hasn't drank since he was 18 years old, so I didn't know him then. But I, but even as, as a roommate, like, he's clean and he's courteous, and my girlfriend was living there at the time, so it was like, you know, he was a good roommate, yeah. So it wasn't too crazy. And these were just, kids, no? Yeah, I mean, we're, you know, we're in our early 30s at the time or whatever, you know, just trying to make it or whatever. But, yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't that nuts. Yeah. I just told him one thing, like, I could, you couldn't bring any prostitutes in the house. Yeah. That was a rule, because I didn't want him going through my room and stealing stuff. Oh, yeah, you get robbed. So he'd pull into the driveway of our little shitty place we had, and, right. and he put one of those, you know, like those uh, sun visors, those cardboard things with the big <laughs> yes. sunglasses. Yes. He'd stick that in his window. In the window. Yeah, and then he'd just, you know, <laughs> hook up with a prostitute right in the driveway. So I look out the window because I, I hear a car pull up. I see him putting the cardboard in. Oh, my God. Yeah, All right, yeah. Yeah, well, listen, at least he was courteous. He and was. He didn't break the rules of the house. That was nice of him. That was very nice of him. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking savage. I know. Yeah, that's awesome, though. Shit, man. So, like, I don't want to be hacky, but, like, I can't even ask you this question, Why? really. No, it's just like the whole comedy thing. Like, like what, what? Like, did you just like decide? Hey, listen, I'm just gonna go up to like a fucking open mic or something like that. I know that you watched the, the Dice Man, yeah, and that kind of inspired you. Like, that's what I want to do. I was a big Rodney Dangerfield fan. Hugh, how could you not be? It's so underrated. Oh. Is he, you think? That, well, maybe by the masses, yeah, but yeah, not by people who. No, like, because he's never put in there with the greats. Rodney. You're right. And he was a machine gun of jokes. So fucking funny, man. And then none, none of them are dated either. No. You listen back to them, they're all, you know. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, so I was a big fan of him. And then even like prior, I saw a lot of the Sunset Strip when I was a kid. My brothers took me to it. I was like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, man. But then when I saw Dice, you know, like, and Kinnison came around. Next and they were level. Like, yeah, they were like rock stars. And I yeah. wanted to be a rock star. I just couldn't didn't have the music talent. Dice was signed to Def Jam Records. Yeah. No, I know. Crazy. I bought a few of his albums out. Rick Rubin produced those yeah. ones. The, the greatest ever. Dice. Unbelievable. <clears throat> They're phenomenal. The funniest shit ever. Bombing like crazy. Yeah. Hysterical. That's how me and Jim Norton bonded over the Dice albums when we first met in Ozzy. You know, because we love them. <clears throat> you know, I'm like, this is the, the crying, genius. yeah, crying, laughing over things that are just like, what are you even talking about? Because he'll even say it. Like, he says, he's like, yeah, you're going to laugh a lot tonight. Yeah. I don't even know the next fucking thing out of my, my mouth. mouth. I know. <laughs> he's like, he's no idea. It's so brilliant. Yeah, it was like, great. what about Colin? Was Colin, like, a, an influence on you or no? Um, not really. Later on. When he got angry, I loved it. Nice. Yeah. I loved, like, his last, like, six, five, six specials oh or whatever. Oh, my God. From, like, 92 on, when he put out Jammin' in New York and on. Because right. Jammin' in New York is where he started having, like, that social commentary kind of and starting to get really angry. So yeah. from there on is his best shit, I think. I mean, that was my... Like, I, I love comedy. And... Yeah. 
as a little kid, I remember on Betamax, my next door neighbors, I watched Colin at Carnegie. Right. As that was 82, so I was like six years old watching that and cracking up his stomach because he really wasn't dirty at the time. He's talking yeah. about foods that sound funny and, yeah. you know, wheat germs. Like, what is it? Get it off my plate. Like, as a little kid, I was dying laughing. So from there on, like, I always liked Colin. I always followed his career and stuff. So never got a chance to meet that guy, which I'm like, Damn. No, I never did either. Oh, um, but, yeah, I liked him when he turned angry. I liked it. Me too. You know. stuff. Just didn't give a shit about yeah. nothing. Yeah, his older stuff, I was like, yeah, I liked more. I was more of a Briar fan. Oh, the yeah. older stuff, the Briar stuff was great. And, oh, uh, yeah, and not taking away from anything, yeah. anyone else, no. Um, yeah, and then when I saw that, I just got up on stage. I'm like, I gotta do something, man. That was it. You were just like, you know what? I yeah, and I wore a leather jacket. I had the long hair. It was like, you know, it was like dice. Was to, you know, when yeah. I first got up there, because that's all I you had know. the mullet too, man. Yeah. everyone had the mullet. Yeah, I had the long nonsense hair. Yeah, of course. With the ripped jeans and the Reebok, the dirty yeah. white Reebok. Yeah. Was, it looks like I was in like a death metal band. Yeah, <laughs> ridiculous. And then it just, you know, from there, once I went up and I, you know, the first time, like, man, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Huh? Oh, ruined my vacation, yeah. Oh, yeah you, 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 ruined, you ruined, say that again? I, he said I, I ruined my vacation, so I'm, once I saw Dice, it took me like six months to get back out, to get the balls to get up on stage. Yeah. So I didn't like, I was in the, wasn't in the public speaking at all, I was petrified, I was yeah. shy. So I had all these, all this notebook full of uh, jokes that I would write down. I said, I'm, one day I'm going to get on stage, but I write all this stuff down. So I had an old notebook of stuff. I go on vacation with my girlfriend at the time to Florida. We got a place on the beach for a week. And we're going from the airport and we're driving by some place that says, Open Mic Comedy Night, Tuesday night. Oh, shit. So I see that. And I'm like, and I brought my notebook with me. I figure if I'm on the beach, maybe I'll do write some, some ideas come to me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. I go, this is where I go up because no one's going to know me here. Yeah. It's perfect because I didn't want to go in front of my friends and bomb. Or whatever. <laughs> no, you don't want to do so that. So I'm like, this, I'm going to do this. So I said, oh, I'm going to. So I went there and I signed up and, you know, it wasn't for like four more days or whatever. And all I did was like walk up and down the beach rehearsing my act. So I didn't forget it. I ruined the whole vacation. Yeah. She came there with me, you know, and watched the show or whatever. But I was just, that's all I was focused on when I saw that sign. I didn't give a shit about anything else. Did you get, did you, were people laughing or did you shit the bed? No, I didn't do good. But I did get one laugh because some guy said something in the crowd and I had a comeback. Uh, and I got a laugh and I felt that adrenaline I'm like oh man like that's what that's, that's what, what it was about. my son when he goes on he went on stage and he told some joke and the crowd's cracking up and he just came up with another line after the really funny line and I could feel it like he fed that off the adrenaline too that's awesome yeah I mean that's what a lot of comics come up with their stuff especially when you're getting laughed you're feeding off the crowd yeah you know you got them behind you just keep, you come up with something else and I and he did it for the first time like wow because now he knows how it feels yeah is that what you want you want to be a comedian like your dad? Or in a band? A comedian or in a band, yeah. Hey, that's, that's, that's all right, man. Is there a, a, special, a certain instrument you would like to play, or you want to be like the front man, the singer? You want to play the guitar? Well, originally he wanted to play drums, right? So, and my nephew plays in a band, and he was a drummer originally. Okay. So I told him we'd go to his shows. He'd go up on stage and sing to one song or whatever. But we go to his shows, and I'm like, look, you don't want to be... I go, the drummer has to break down all that equipment and set it up. 
I go because he'd watch my nephew and my brother. My brother had to buy a van. His, his dad had to buy a van. Put all these wrong. I go. I go. You want to? You don't want to do that because no one pays attention to draft. No. Sets over. No. You want to go talk to people. You yeah. don't want to break down your shit. And the you know, drama has the worst job in the band. Right. And you know the next band's got to go right on. So you got to get your shit off the stage right away. Yep. I said. I go. Luke, you want to be the singer, so you can go just go talk to the chicks at the bar. <laughs> right. You don't want to be breaking that equipment. Right. And then a week later, he goes, Dad, I don't want to be the singer. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. It's yeah. easy. Everyone else. Does all the work. I'm yeah. Just walk into the club late. Whatever you yeah. want. Because I'm already thinking I'm not lugging those drums around. No. Pain I'm not the setting ass. that stuff up. No. Pain in the ass. That's crazy. So what's going on with you now? Well, you have dates and stuff like that, but this isn't gonna come out for like a couple weeks. What are you laughing at? <laughs> My last date was when you were in first grade. What does that mean? Oh, I think oh, you, you need mean a date with, with a, girl? a girl? No, I mean dates for doing stand-up. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you father about this personal life. I don't care. <laughs> I don't go on dates. They're not officially dates. Right. Yeah, it's better that way. I got it. Um, got to love this. Yeah, I don't know. Just, um, you know hanging out. <laughs> go hang out. Yeah. Go hang out. You'll, you'll know soon enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, real soon. That's what we got the basement for. So you'll be down there with them. Um, yeah, just torn, torn doing a podcast and, uh, and uh, yeah, doing a stand-up. And, uh, yeah, I just put a comedy special out a few weeks ago. And he does, the sa- he does the song at the end over the credits. That's him, Evil Pumpkin. Oh, really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. He's got a song on iTunes now. Really? Yeah, because he had a dream one night that Pop Pumpkin was chasing him and his friends to the woods. So I said, why don't write a song about it? So he wrote a song, Evil Pumpkin. Well, it's better than that. I know. That's <laughs> awesome. I know. Evil that Pumpkin's that, a heavy name. I know. And that was at like five years old he wrote it. That really? was like three years ago, yeah. Yeah, recorded it. I think might be onto something, kid. Yeah, no, we got... Um, He's got about... We're going to put an EP out eventually. He's got a bunch of songs because we go through music every Monday. we got a bunch of riffs and songs and ideas. and Works with the guitar player and his teacher. And stuff, so. That's awesome. Yeah. He loves it. I go, it's a half hour a week. Yeah. You know. Hey, man. He loves it. Yeah. Apparently, he does. I mean... I've heard you say he's, this kid's been to how, how many concerts already? He's Probably 18, I think, now. Did you see Motorhead? No. That was the one I, you know, the last show they're playing at Jones Beach with Anthrax. It was like, man. I met Frank Bello yesterday for the first time. He was at Schiller. Oh, he was? He was just walking through. I was like, is that Frank Bello? He turns around. He's like, yeah, what's up, Mike? How you doing, man? Just nice to meet you. It's quick. It was a break. Frank's great, man. Yeah. He's a great dude. Yeah, I'm sure he is. They were one of my favorite bands ever. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the big four, they might be my favorite band out of the Big Four. Yeah, right. I Frank is a great guy, man. I don't know him personally. You know I like his, his side project, The Altitudes and Attitudes. Yeah, with Dave Ellison from yeah. Megadeth, right? Yeah. I saw him. You know who was a really good guy? I haven't seen him in years, but it was kind of cool. I drank, drank a few beers with him. Was you with me? Was Danny Spitz? Okay, yeah, yeah. Because small world, my parents had a summer house upstate New York, and this is when Anthrax was my favorite band. I was like 13, 14. Persistence of Time had just come out, like State of Euphoria era. You know? Yeah. So I'm upstate, and I just hear that 
know, Danny Spitz comes up here all the time. And it turns out that his mother and his father, both rest in peace, Irene and George, had a summer house literally like 20 houses down the road from me. So when he wasn't on tour, I felt like I was annoying. Now I look back, I know that I was breaking his chops because I was such a big fan. And the guy who came upstate and he was taking a break from everything. You know, he's upstate New York where there's no fans and there's no nothing. And this is when Anton State, that's it was like their heyday. Right. So he's up there and here I am, like an idiot, walking around with a living t-shirt and a mullet and can you sign this? And like, he was probably like, yo, like get away from me because you're being annoying. But I didn't care anyway because like every Friday and Saturday night there was like a, there was like a clubhouse and it would be like a corny comedian, like some really old lost of comedian and there was a bar and there would be like some like big band jazz with a lot of older people up there. But every once in a while Danny would be up there and I would sit at the bar and I would drink beers with him and shit but he was a super super nice guy but that's the only extent of anybody in Antarctica besides yesterday a quick how you doing a Frank Bell yeah. I've ever met I would love to get one of those guys on here like Joey Belladonna or something like that I would love to sit and shoot yeah no. but it's just hard to get in touch with these guys they're always so busy and shit like that kind of yeah thing. they are Yeah, they, I mean Joey lives up upstate too Wait, like Oswego somewhere around it yeah like, like that. that area so it's um yeah, it's not easy. For, um, and they're constantly on tour, Anthrax. Or always, yeah. Which good for them, man. They've been going strong for so long. I know. Good for them. Yeah. But I know that, you, I mean, you spoke about this a million times before, but what was it? It wasn't Clash of the Titans, was it, where you actually did a little set in between bands? That was, no, this was just uh, in 2010. 2010, I did a uh, Slayer, Megadeth, Anthrax. Tour. Did um, you know, comedy in between them, three five minute sets. So I was on tour with them for a month, and then I did another one with Megadeth. Like, how did that feel? Well, when originally, it, like it was terrible, but <laughs> I would I wouldn't have done it if they didn't know who I was. Eighty percent of the crowd knew who I was from that metal show. Right. So I had that advantage going up there right off the bat. Right. So they gave me at least a minute or two before they started hating me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I had to do like three five minute sets in between the bands. And I was like the host and MC, so I had to make a couple announcements too. They just fire off some quick jokes. Yeah. Sex, drinking, drugs. So, yeah, make fun of hip hop. You right, know what I mean? Like shit like that. And just knew how to get in, get out. Boom, 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 boom. You right. Know? But it was nerve wracking. I mean, it was. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, you just never. By the time Slayer goes on, they don't want to hear anymore. They don't want to hear you. Yeah, like, all right, enough with the jokes. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we heard them in between the bands. <laughs> right. But, you know, I just figured, what the hell, I might as well get out there playing in front of in arenas. It's insane. You know what I mean? So, for that, I'm, I, you know, I said, I got to at least do it once. Then I went back out on tour with Megadeth and went to one of those gigantors. Okay. With a bunch of bands. Anthrax was on that one, too. Right. And did that one too, so. And now I'm pretty much done with the bands. Okay. Yeah, I just because you have to write an act around it, and it's I don't feel like it. It's just a battle. I'd rather just be in a comedy club telling jokes. Sure. Where people are paying to go see comedy. Yeah, not waiting you know. for like war ensemble, but then yeah. you're up there telling and then, dick yeah, jokes. Yeah, I just got it. It's like you know, it's just going to. I, I said it was like I said it was like emceeing a rape. Open up for Slayer. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, you know you're not going to die, but there's going to be a lot of emotional damage. Yeah. It's going to be, you have to deal with for the next 20 years. Of course. Yeah. But not too many people have done that. I mean, how yeah. many people have done that? I know. So Don James has been doing a lot. Oh, really? Yeah, he's just open for that band Pop Evil. Okay. So they did, you know, like 2,000 seats a night, and he's on tour with Anvil now, and he does a bunch of different tours. So he's... Let's face it, Anvil is still going. I know. He's back at it. Did they ever have a little hiatus? They might have. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. I didn't hear from him for a long time until the movie came out. Right. Know? Speaking of movies, 
What do you think of the dirt? I loved it. Loved it. I am. It's the only movie that I, I watched it two nights in a row. Did you? Usually, I'm, I watch a movie once. Like I don't need to see it again. And that's happened like the last 300 movies I've seen. Right. That one I couldn't watch it. I couldn't wait to watch it again. It was great. Loved it. Yeah. And then people like to talk about all oh, about how accurate this and that. Can you just sit down and watch and enjoy a crazy yeah, exactly. movie? I don't care that Doc McGee didn't really meet Nikki's sister or whatever. If I don't right. care. Right. Yeah. Nobody cares. Or he didn't have by. He wasn't managed by Joby at the time. I don't give a shit. That doesn't right. make. You know, it's a big. It's just to sit down and have fun and watch this crazy movie because yeah. I was Molly Crew is the band that got me into listening to. Like it went from like, like I say this several times on the show, but who cares? Like I grew up in the house with like a lot of Zeppelin and Queen, yeah, and like Joe Cocker and a lot of so that a lot stuff. of classic rock, a lot of classic rock stuff like that. Well, this is the early, you know, mid seventies and stuff like that. And then I had a babysitter when I was like ten years old, and she had the two records that turned me into who I am today. I guess hit on her. No, she wasn't no. all that. Right. No. I just thought, wait, I hear babysitter. Huh? You know what? I had a feeling this would come up, and I had a feeling that you would answer you if I thought she was high. That's funny. But um, she had Molly Crew, Shout at the Devil, and Twisted Sister, Stay Hungry Records. Nice. And those were the two things. I listened to Shout at the Devil, and I'm like... This is crazy. And then I was like nine, eight or nine, and I'm looking at the imagery. And back then, that was like that was like my era of Kiss. You know what yeah. I mean? With all the pentagrams and the fire and all that. That's what hooked me. And then I got into like the heavier stuff, like Testament and all that suicidal tendencies and the early Metallicas. And then, yeah. then I got into hardcore a lot. I know a lot of hardcore bands and stuff like that. But but I'll go on a kick and like like since the Dirt came out, it's like I torture my girlfriend. I even told her I'm bringing up Motley Crue. She's like, please don't. I'm like, oh, I'm bringing a Motley Crue on purpose when I told the Jim Florence. Right, no, I, 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 was, I was afraid this movie, I didn't even want it to be made. Because I go, the longer it took to get made, I go, it's going to be PC. And then when I heard it was going to be on Netflix, I go, forget it. They're going to cut everything out. It's going to be a soft. You know, the Queen movie was okay. To me, it was like a lifetime. It it's like a lifetime movie. It's a good movie. It's right. the history of Queen. But there's no really, you know, uh, Brian May executive produced it. So he's not going to let too much all the, damaging all the, shit in there because right. they're, they're on tour this summer you know what I mean so it's a big you know but Queen to me doesn't exist anymore right right they exactly. really exist to you with Adam Lambert are you, are you going to go see them no no even I mean, if someone no. gave you tickets are you going to go um, probably not probably yeah. not yeah. <laughs> I want to see these classic rock acts but before they go away before they die off I just saw Elton John and Bob Seger like one weekend I I've never, never seen I would love to see Bob Seger Seger's amazing I would love to see him. I'm telling you his band he's playing they're doing some shows uh, like this, PNC he's doing PNC like and he's doing Jones Beach yeah. at the end of May early June phenomenal uh, you know every great. song and he's yeah. playing great he's 72 years old he's a fucking animal up there Sick. And his whole band is great, you know, so... I would love to see that guy before the but accident. I'm not you... I like, like Seeger, but I'm not a huge Elton John, but I never saw him. I want to see all these guys before it's they go away. just to see them. Absolutely. Yeah, just so I, maybe I would go see Queen if someone gave me a ticket. Right. Well, I kicked myself in the ass because I, that's why I actually saw him. I was like, did you ever see Motorhead? And if you would have said yes, I would have been like, you have one up on me because I never saw him. You them. never saw Oh, man. And people like, how the hell... Because I've been to a million shows. 
but for some reason, I don't know why, I never saw Motorhead live. I yeah, never did. Because they would come around like every 18 months. They were always around. And I never seen them. Wow. I don't know why, maybe this Because I'm surprised something. that you being in like a hardcore, the Motorhead kind of fit into that category right. where you go, they're acceptable. That was the one band that they crossed over to everything. Yeah. Right. And me, I don't care. I'm not like the person like, oh, hardcore, you don't like... Uh. Right, you can't like metal or any of that. I have a Theater of Pain Molly Crew t-shirt on, man. Like, I don't give a shit. You know that band Blood for Blood? Of course I do. There's the, the one album they put out is a masterpiece. It's in my top 20 outlaw anthems. Of course. It's Shout out my, to White Trash Rob. He has another band called Ramallah. He does. It's in my top 20 favorite albums of all time. Great. Great. It's the, it's the best. I wore a Blood for Blood shirt on, on that metal show. Did you? Yeah, we absolutely. Talk about angry. I know. Oh angry. It's the greatest. White so Trash Rob, Rob Lynn. Right. He's one of the singers. He's a friend of mine. Right. Like, I used to book shows at this place called Lucky 13 in Brooklyn. Okay. Brooklyn is like a saloon. It's like a metal bar. Yeah. And I used to book like small hardcore shows. The place is small. 200 people max. And I booked probably about a couple dozen shows in there. And the last show that I booked was Ramallah, which is White Trash Rob's other band after Blood for Blood broke up. But they do like half of their set is Blood for Blood songs. Right. And it's just... Chaos. Chaos. Uh-huh. It's the greatest. That I never song's got a so common, so them. cheap. Yeah, oh my God. And, uh, <laughs> it's the greatest band and I mean, ever. I know. It's, it's and awesome. the accents when they're talking before oh, a song. Oh, it's so them. Boston. I, know. I, I love it, though. It's the greatest. Yeah. You know, I, I saw, I, I, I think it was... Um, Another band who, who I'm cool with, all the guys, and they've played a couple of my shows. I think you promoted their CD on that metal show, Robots and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know those guys. Yeah, too. with Dylan. Yeah, yes. Dylan from Dylan uh, Last Man. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I liked them, man. It was a good hardcore. I know, I think they put another one out. Yeah, yeah. They, they're, they're always busy doing something. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. I never got a chance to see him. I know they were playing like at the Brighton Bar. I got, he might have been a couple shows, but I didn't get it. He came to my comedy special when I filmed it a couple few years back and stuff. You know who Dylan reminds me of live? Sounds crazy, but it's also the visual of how big he is in his hair. He reminds me of, of Zach De La Roca. Wow. Uh, he has that kind of energy, and he has right. like his dreads, and he's just all over. It looks like Zach De La Roca really? on stage. Yeah. Looks awesome. Who's, who's that? What band was Zach De La Roca singing? Zach. One of my favorites ever. Killing in the name of. No, killing in the name of. Bulls on parade. What? Come on. What? There you right. go. The machine. I'm mad you didn't get it at first. Yeah. Do you know the four guys in Rage? Yeah, original. Well, <laughs> Zach. Tom, yeah. Tom Morello, yeah. And the drummer, where would the drummer play with member Black Sabbath, too? Tim. All right, he's, he's a little off there. So it's Sunday. Yeah. It's Sunday. It's a little off. Yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Been playing with his friends all day. There so. you go. You eat a burger. You're on your phone. It's yeah. all right. I got it. <laughs> nah. I'll have another cup of coffee. You know. You know. I'll take one more cup. Yeah. You sure you don't want nothing to eat? A little yeah, snack. Yeah. No, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I, uh... You don't snack anyway because you're not no, seven. I, 
Well, no, I don't mind. It depends what it is. I don't. Uh, you don't want like a cupcake? No, I don't. I don't need to look like cupcakes. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I don't eat desserts. I'm, no, you know, yeah, I don't. I don't need a second round of food. I don't no. need a dessert. If I'm at a party and this is fucking, they bring a cake out for a birthday or something. I might have a slice, but I'm not. Because it's a cake and it's a party. It's a thing. But you're not going to go home tonight yeah. and have like yeah, a I'm nice not, slice of cake. Yeah, I'm not saving room for dessert. No, you're not no. going to save room. No, I'm not. <laughs> No, I don't know how you save it. <laughs> Me neither. Yeah. No right, problem, yeah. man. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know how you save it either. Yeah, it's true, man. It's, 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 it, I mean, the people that are listening, because I have, maybe, maybe the people that I have listened to this aren't too familiar with, with you. You know what I mean? But, I mean, they, they should be if they're halfway smart. You know what I mean? Yeah, whatever. I mean, so, you know. But, um,. There was something I was about to say, but I just completely fucking forgot. How do you like that? I don't know. You know, like, I never I never had a sweet tooth about fucking candy or any of that shit, so I never... I put, me neither. I just put sugar in my coffee. Yeah, I mean, but I... Yeah, okay, that's fine. But I just never really, like, I need fucking sweets. No? No. I just never... You're not going to go home and eat chocolate chip cookies, Jim? No, I don't have to, you know... No? I don't have Oreos at home. You, you know? know? <laughs> no, I don't have, you know... I hear you. Yeah, I but, just never did, so it's like... It's no big deal. Maybe because I was around the house that much when I was growing up. Yeah, I don't you know, know some ice cream here and there, or whatever. I mean, right? Did we have? A, yeah, we had ice cream sandwiches at the at the baseball game. Yeah, when at the game you eat a fucking hot dog. I get it, and you eat your son. Yeah. So I get that. Yeah, I was in Disneyland. I wouldn't be there unless I was with him. With this, what, down in Florida? No, we were in uh, okay. L.A. In Cali. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did they walk around there with the big turkey legs, too, like they do down at Disney World? Did we saw one guy with one. Did Remember you do he had, that? Didn't he had a line. Like... He took it on the ride with him. He was holding it in his hand. I'm like, come on, dude. You didn't once do you that? Just, once you just finished that before. You didn't do you, you didn't eat one of those? Yeah. You uh, didn't eat one? No, it's like, you know. You don't, you don't want to look like you're like a caveman, bro. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, he did have a beard and, you know. And, did he? Yeah. Did he put, like, the shiny stuff in it to make it's sure? It's weird because you see the guys that, like, in California compared to New York and New Jersey. Uh-huh. They're all, like, the same. They all got beards, tattoos. They got the beard and they got, like, skinny jeans on or wearing, like, pink shorts. Yeah, why? And you're like, you got to be kidding me. And, like, they're, like, kind of short. They're above the knee, like, yeah, a yeah. lot above the yeah, knee. Yeah, above what the is, knee. What is that? I don't know. Like, no socks. It's just weird and, like... You don't like that? Those guys wouldn't... I don't know. You don't see that too much here. You see no, it out there. You, you know, know but but every now and then you see it. It's like, dude, like, like, how come, like, the bottom of your shorts are, like, seven inches above your knee? <laughs> I don't get it. No, I know. I know. Even my son knows. Now, he, when he has shorts, he says, no, daddy's too short. They yeah. don't come down on my knees. He yeah. knows at eight, not to. Right. You see? You see? You're being raised right, kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Try it, you know. Try it. Um, crazy out there. But, yeah, so I don't know. I just, I'm not a big dessert guy, but whatever. I mean, whatever, whatever, you know. Yeah. Whatever people like, I don't care. Like, if you like it, that's fine. Just don't push it on me. Like, don't, you know. I'm not going to tell you not that, but one time, like, I made fun of ketchup one time. I was on Opie and Anthony. I know. Yeah, and there was some eggs coming, and they go, you want ketchup? I go, no, why would I want fucking, I'm not five years old. Why would I want ketchup on? I don't put ketchup on my eggs. Right. I used to when I was a kid. When you were a kid. Like, I yeah, don't Yeah, I'm either. like, that's just out of habit you're doing that. It was Rich Voss. I mean, you're just out of habit you're putting ketchup on there. Rich Voss still puts ketchup on his eggs? Yeah, he put ketchup Does on he? because we're having breakfast on the air. And, I'm, and that's how the whole thing started. I just went on with my ketchup. So Not I even remember, on your fry? You don't put ketchup on your fries? No. Me neither. No. So when one time he was, I picked him up from school and he was like, Dad, 
you're gonna be mad at me. I'm like, what? He was all upset in the back seat. I'm like, what? He goes, I put ketchup on my on my fries <laughs> oh, at, at lunch today. I go, I don't care. He was almost in tears. Right. I, go, I don't care. I right. go, you could do it. And you're I a just, kid again. Yeah, I'm like, you're allowed to. Yeah, I won't even put. You saw, I don't. I don't put. I don't even put ketchup on my burger. Right. Salt I mean, and pepper. I'm good. But yeah, I mean, it is. You know, ketchup really is for kids. It is. It's for kids. It's like you. As a kid, I used to put ketchup on everything. 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 I would but then always, when do you grow out of that? I don't know, but it's just like it doesn't. It's you're basically. It's not. It's shitty food you're eating. Right. My theory is the food's not good. My manager, who's like you know. He eats good food. He goes to a nice restaurant. He goes, no, ketchup goes with a hamburger. Like some, it's, It goes with a hamburger. So I'm like, all right, maybe I can buy that. But to put ketchup on anything else, you're just covering up that it's shitty food. I agree with that. You have to give it extra flavor because there's not enough flavor. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't disagree you know, with that. So, you know, if the, eggs, <laughs> the egg shouldn't be that dry, so you shouldn't need the ketchup. You're eating shitty eggs. Correct. So that's why you're putting ketchup on it. <laughs> And it's just liquid sugar is what it is. It is. It's red liquid sugar. Red, red liquid sugar and like halfway, like it's, it's tomatoes for the most part. Yeah. But if somebody else wants to have it, that's fine. It doesn't really irk me when somebody pass the ketchup. I'm like, okay, whatever. I don't. It doesn't bother me. Right. Like, is that my podcast? I just, you know, rip everything apart. I love it. It's the, then, that's why I was telling you before. I'm like, right. I'm going to sit down with you, <laughs> and I listen. I, I subscribe to. It, I listen to every single episode, no matter what it is. And I'm going to say something. And he's going to be in his head, like, really? Why did I tell this <laughs> asshole that I'm going to sit down and do a podcast with him? No, I don't care. But <laughs> but people think I just walk around angry all the time. I'm not. But I can right, muster it up. I can muster it up. Easy. If I see something. Oh, me too. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, I can go off on that. Yeah, oh, me too. I, I, I'm very, like, I was sitting here, I was waiting for you, and, like, there's just things that were happening, and I was kind of being nosy and listening to people, I'm just right. like, I was getting myself angry. Yeah. I was. <laughs> it's no good. Yeah, but, you know, so, you know, certain people like the, and if people aren't into the podcast, that's fine. I totally get it. It's not for everyone. It's not for everybody. It's not. And it, it's like, Because you, know, you rip everything apart. I do. You, you have disgust and I try to ru- rage I try to everything. ruin everything. You know I love I mean? it. Every I know, second of it. And it's messed up because I feel like you influence right, the shit I that I say and everything. It's true. I'm like, I ugh everything. Right. It's the worst. And the, the Facebook thing and everything. Even, he, even Luke does it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. And he's even catching on to like if some guy's corny, he says something, looks like. Ugh. Oh my we god! I see. It's like uh, even like pe- people's freaking vanity plates, all that stuff. I notice that stuff even more now. Yeah. Yeah. There's one I don't know if you got. You might. I don't, I'm not sure if I emailed it to you, but there's always one guy. He's like three blocks away from me, and I see it all the time. And I look. I took a couple pictures. I might have emailed it to you, whatever. But his license plate. He's probably like this old Italian guy, probably, and his license plate is. Rajol. It's like B R four I zero L three. It's Brajol. Why? Why do you want? It's like a, yeah. <laughs> He's awesome. That's great. Yeah. It's like why? It's it, it's an Italian thing. It's like an Italian. Italian people say Brajol. Yeah. You know, like from The Sopranos. Oh God. Yeah. It's like meat that you put in sauce. It's like yeah. it's, it's it's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's it's all 
it's all a competition. Like before, like I always say, when growing up, it was the competition between people was the neighbors. If the neighbors got a new truck, then the people down the street go, we got to get a new truck. I grew up in a real, like, middle-class neighborhood in, in Jersey. Right. And it was all, like, rich people. We weren't that rich. There was seven of us. Right. So whatever, we had three to a bedroom, whatever. And it was always like, look, look what they have. You know, everyone, it was all, like, mostly Jewish people in the neighborhood, and they were all just trying to out-impress each other. Right. And my dad's like, who cares? Right. We got a fucking station wagon. We're good. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's how I grew up like that. But that's all the other too. neighbors had to top each other. And there's new Mercedes in the driveway. They had to get a Mercedes. And they had, so, but it only it was only contained on that little block that you lived on or maybe at work. Right. Now, with, so, with everybody posting stuff on social media, now everybody's trying to, you up know, one, yeah. up one another. Yeah. If somebody posts them crying because their dog died, then, oh, well, I got to do that now because right. my dog died six months later. Yeah. Because I saw three other people that I barely know on Facebook do it, so now I have to do it. Right. Because look at all the likes and everything. Look at all the comments everyone got. They felt bad. And all. So now I'm going to do it, too. Right. It's, it's crazy. It's Because they're all followers. They're all followers. Yeah. It's the ice bucket challenge, people. Anyone that did the ice, they didn't even know what the charity was for. They didn't right. even know what the, the yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know what the disease was for or anything. They just go, oh, everybody's doing it. I'll go like, so no, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to nominate you, and I'm going to post it. I'm going to nominate you. Like four people nominate, non- nominated me. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I didn't even acknowledge it. No. Yeah. Oh, now I got to. What, what if I don't? <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Who's going to tell on me? <laughs> Yeah, but that's they're all followers. Yeah. So on social media, you get and you get caught up in that. That's why, like, we're going back to AOC. She needs to take a break. Yeah. How do you, you got to take a break? Like, what is going on? Right. That you're reading everything and you're commenting on. You're gonna put crazy shit out there. If I know if I put a crazy tweet out there, I'm gonna get some shit back. So I'm, just right. gonna, I'm not gonna. I'm not afraid, but I'm just like I don't want to deal with the nonsense, and I wouldn't deal with it anyway. Right. I wouldn't be fighting with people over no. something if they didn't get a joke. No. No. You know what I mean? No. I've been in this business too long where I know if eighty percent of the crowd likes you, that's fine. The twenty percent you're not gonna win over. Right. This guy I didn't really that's not my style of comedy. And that's fine. I'm not gonna be go why chase him out of the club. Why didn't you like me? Right. I'll focus on the people that like me. Exactly. You know and that's the way you gotta do it and yeah. not worry about chasing everyone trying to fit in I never no. tried to fit if you're in the metal you never tried to fit in no if you were if you were into pop music whatever the pop music was at the time when you're teen, in teen years that then you just tried to fit in right if you were a metalhead, you were an outsider and I've always. always been an outsider same here so I never I don't have to fit in by doing an ice bucket challenge or a fucking gender reveal party no or any of this bullshit that everybody what is everybody doing now is that what I gotta do okay right. yeah you know you know I'm so. surprised I didn't see on, on your Facebook page there's a new thing that's that, that's doing right now, it's like I have a lot of people of you know friends in bands and stuff. Right. So there's a thing, and I just wrote down just a couple. I mean, we covered most of the stuff, but 20 bands I played with, one is a lie. So, blah blah blah, robots and monsters. Let's just say. Right. Dylan writes, let's just say, I'm just using you, Dylan, as an example. I played with, and he'll write, 20 or 25 bands. But one of them, he really didn't play with. Now, it's your turn to guess. Which one is it, Jim? I don't know. I got, I got Isn't shit. Isn't this fun? No. No, no <laughs> games on Facebook are fun. None. Yeah, let's finish the lyric, you know. <laughs> what? Cherish the... Yeah, cherish the... Prince said... The Prince did uh, when doves cry and... Uh, like, I, I don't understand. I only have one kid and I have no time. Right. How do these people that have three or four have time for this? Right. Right. I have a job. I do my podcast thing. I do take my, my I guess, alone time, I guess, when it's quiet late at night because I work nights. 
I'll go home and I do all my flyers for my podcast, but it's like therapy for me. Right. It's quiet. I go on my computer, I don't bother nobody, and I do my Photoshop shit. You know what I mean? And I have my daughter. I have her whenever I want. I have her every weekend, this and that. That's what I do. Do I have all the social media? Do I see shit? Yeah, I, I, I put it down. I put it down. I follow. Look, it's it's good if you're you got to promote something. It's great because right. it's free. It's a necessary evil nowadays because the know, days of passing out flyers are over. I remember in 2002 when I made a website and I had enough bandwidth on there to put my comedy tracks or telemarketer tracks or whatever. It cost me 600 bucks a month. That's insane. Yeah, I know. So now like, you know, when everything came out, now it's free, basically. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you can go, Facebook is free. All these places to promote your shit is great. Right. But, you know, to go on there, look, I'll go on there to follow... You know, like, you know, a newspaper or, you know, a sports team or whatever like that. That's great for that stuff. You get sure. your news right on your laptop, on your phone. Shit that, that you shit like. That great. But right. did you see that fight of those people on Twitter? No, I didn't. I don't know what no. what happened. No. Fill me in. Exactly. I really I, and I tell care. people that, like, the comics are fighting on Twitter. And I'm telling them, I go, look, nobody gives a shit. You know, they did a study that only 20% of people in the world are on Twitter. And only 10% actually engage with people back and forth. Right. So 80% of America is not even on Twitter. Twitter. They have no idea what's going on. So when two comics that are just low-level comics are fighting on Twitter, who's seeing that? Right. And I go, just who? Nobody cares. All of your peers. It's, it's on nobody's radar. Right. Nobody's except for maybe 150 people in the comedy community. Right. Other than that, nobody gives a shit. So just let it fucking die down. In a couple days, they'll be talking about something else. Exactly. I oh, go, this one said this one about this yeah. one. And this. Why? I, I don't know. have time for this. I got Gosh. seven brothers and sisters. I, I got one brother that's on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't post anything. He just right. follows people, whatever. So yeah. I got six, five other family members that are not even on Twitter. Right. Just in my family alone. Yeah. So it's like everyone thinks the whole world revolves on that, uh, around this. And do you see Chuck's Facebook posts? I go, no. no. What, what did it say? Yeah. You should go check it out. Just tell me. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. What, what did he write? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. It's aggravating. It is. It seems like you just got a little annoyed just yeah, now. No, it's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's all nonsense. It's all nonsense. Like if you, if you go off of social media, you stop posting anything for two weeks, nobody gives a shit. Nope. It's not going to change anyone. No one's going to go, what's going on? Right. Like, see, I always see like people will send me shit for my podcast. Like, J- just got back on Facebook after two weeks. What did I miss? Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you missed Nothing. I just lost a Facebook friend. All of a sudden, did, did someone unfollow me? Did I say something? What? what? You're, you're a grown man. And you, I don't even know how many friends I have on Facebook. You're, you're a 36-year-old man, and you're wondering why you had 459 friends, and now you have 458. And you're worried about that. And you're that. wondering who that one person is that unfollowed you, and you look at that number, and you go, wait a minute, I just lost somebody? You need a hobby. What is going something. on in your life? Nothing. I know. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. I used to do a joke about that. I go... Like, do you think our, our parents, our dads would have been into this whole Facebook stuff? Like, do you think, as I used to, I go, do you think, you know, I'm a little kid, my dad comes home from work, he's all bummed out. I'm like, Dad, what's going on? You get fired? Well, why are you so bummed out? No, I poked my friend Bill on Facebook, <laughs> and he hasn't poked me back yet. And I'm like, I don't know, did I say something wrong? I mean, I looked at his page, he, already, he poked his friend Paul, but he didn't uh, poke me. Why didn't he poke me? Right. Is he mad? Oh, my God. Yeah. Is he mad? You know what I mean? Yeah, that would have never went on, ever. No. no. Never. Never. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that whole bit. You, you had your cranky dad. That was in, um, 
maybe Cringe and Purge? No, that was a Simple Man. Oh, Simple Man. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah I was on there, yeah. But and, and, and that's how much Farm would become, like, somehow they got along with without doing that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? They had their close friends and all that stuff, and this, but they didn't need all this bullshit, this, no. this patting, on the, patting on the back, pat me on the back. Right. I need this. And then when some, you have a, some adversity in your life, you don't know how to handle it. True. You just it also gives people it gets people worried a lot. You yeah. notice that too. Absolutely. It's like back in the day, like I remember I grew up with a rotary phone in the house and a pay phone. Maybe it worked in the neighborhood. Right. For some reason, like when I was a little kid, my parents weren't scared to death about what was happening with me. You know what I mean? I'd be up and down the block, blah blah yeah. blah. Now it's just like you know, I text somebody, it's like, oh, how come they're not getting back to me? How come right. they're not getting back to me? You know, not me per se, but that's just the whole yeah. thing. Like you just know yeah, it's, it's like why? It's like everything's fine. It's just everything is the, the perception. Oh look, see. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's my that's my screen. It's, just a, it's fake. That it's was like, yesterday. Yeah, it's from a, uh, a movie. <laughs> you want to meet her one day? Yeah. She's a cool kid. Yeah. Uh huh. You play Roblox? No, you don't play that game that all the kids are playing. Yeah. Look at that. Looks like Ozzy a little like the Wizard of Oz. Actually, she does right there. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. With yeah. the wooden cross, that's yeah. right. That's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, she's a good kid. But she's normal. She's actually really so normal. So she's in third grade? Fourth grade. Fourth. Yeah, okay, nine. Okay, yeah, he's in second. I could have. He could have been in third, but uh, it was just like the the birthday thing or whatever. So I just like, yeah, let him be the oldest in the class. Well, that's cool. When's his what month is his birthday? August. My daughter's September 18th. Okay, he's August 18th. Okay. Yeah, he was supposed to be born on September 18th. He was born a month early on my birthday. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you had the exact same birthday? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Come on, that's that's amazing. I know. He was born like a month early on my birthday. See that? Daddy's boy. There it is. But you know what was a big thing with a kid? And my friend Jose Mangan on uh, Liquid Metal. Yes. He had a couple kids. He goes, dude, when, he, when my wife was pregnant at the time with him, he goes, what's the first song your kid's going to hear? I go, I don't know. He goes, you have to, he goes, you got to think about that. And the car ride on the way home from the hospital, uh-huh. that's going to be the first song you ever heard. I'm like, holy shit, I didn't even think about that. No. I was fucking tossing and turning for like a month. Like I was taking my <laughs> SATs trying to figure out what was the first song I wanted to hear. What was it? Well, what happened was it was a month before I didn't. Oh, you were unprepared for I was class. still unprepared. And we went to like the doctor. My, my wife's water broke. And like, she goes, I have to go to the hospital right now. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I don't know. You know, we're still, this is 2010. Yeah. So I'm like, shit. And I just had some CDs in my car and I'm like oh. and I'm stuck in the hospital she has the baby like the next day oh. so it was uh, I had the, the latest Scorpion CD it's a song called The Best Is Yet To Come it's okay. a really cool song okay like it's a ballad and it's a ballad like you know yeah and uh, so that's the first song you heard on the way home in the car as soon as we got in the car nice do you like the Scorpions now and I'm really a fan name a Scorpion song besides that one you gotta go with the classic, the one that yeah. everybody knows. There's no. There, there oh, you yeah, go. No one like you. You got Rocky like a hurricane. Yeah, he's not too much into the Scorpions. That song and and no one like you. We know. Yeah, I was never a big Scorpions fan. Not big. I wasn't. 
Um, I was into one like Animal Magnetism, the great record, Love Drive. There, there was a cool album covers too. Well, album artwork is a lost yeah, art. Yeah, Blackout is fucking phenomenal with the forks and the eyes. Yeah, it's yeah, genius. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I talk about that a lot with people. Just album artwork. Like, I think it was some some stupid Facebook thing. I didn't comment on it, but that made me think. Like, driving. It's like, it's a, like, what is like your favorite like album, like album cover? You know, and it's like for the first first thing that pops in my head, it's like, okay, pick a Maiden record. Like Eddie and all their artwork is incredible all the time. Like Live After Death, that's a Power Slave, like. All those records have insane artwork, which is kind of a lost art, I think. I brought the first Maiden record just because of the cover. Of course. First I Iron Maiden, I took my bike to it. was a record store right over here where we were doing a podcast. There's yeah. A little strip mall over there. I forget what it was called. Okay. I rode my bike like three miles, me and my friends down these back roads because we knew the store was there. And I bought the first Maiden because I saw that album cover. I go, yeah. this has to be good. Absolutely. And I paid like seven ninety nine. I was making three thirty five an hour as a yeah. busboy. I'm like, I'm going to chance this. And I could brought it home. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then it would be like, if you're a fan of whatever, and then I, I bought a lot of duds also just based on all yeah. because there was no internet. You couldn't just sample something. No, I know. So, I know. So I bought a lot of things that were shitty. But then there were certain things where it's like, all right, I spent my money, I saved up my allowance money or something like that. So now I have to listen to it a lot, and i got to try to find something to like. And then eventually something will grow on you. Nowadays, I don't think that that, that doesn't happen as much. That whole lost art of getting a record yeah. and opening it and putting it on and reading lyrics and the, the thank you lists and all that stuff while it's playing. It used to be like a ritual for me. You know what I mean? The brand new... Like, I remember my mother, she bought me, like, the day it came out. I think we were upstate. She was, like, at a Walmart or something. She came back and she completely surprised me. She bought me Persistence of Time, the Anthrax record. Right. And I was like, wow, I thank you. Like, I'm surprised that my mother even knew that the new record was out. Like, it was like the day it came out. And I remember putting it on the record player. Everybody get out. I went in my room, and I put it on. It was like a thing. It was like an experience. You know yeah, what I mean? No, I know. You know, looking at all the artwork and everything. Yeah. It's something that's long gone, I think. It is, because now you can just get the music on the phone. My friend just put an album out, Danko Jones' band. They're out of Canada. Right. Okay. And they just put an album out on Friday. So I, I heard of them. I'm not familiar with the music. I got Apple out. Music for 10 bucks a month, so I can listen to everything for free. They still get paid in the streaming. Right. But if it's a friend, if I know the band, I'll just you'll support it. I'll buy it for 10 bucks. Absolutely. So what? Same I, fucking, I just bought a fucking latte at Starbucks for five. Right. I could spend 10 on it, you know, and help them. And help a Help the band out. So I always, yeah. I always buy it, even though I don't have to. Sure. But it's even that, it's just like it's on my phone, and I'm like, yeah, I got, oh, yeah, I got to listen to it, but I didn't bring it home and put it on and all that shit. So, right. it's, you know, you definitely miss that. Yeah. You know, and then you forget about it because there's a million other things going on. Exactly. You're like, oh, shit, I forgot that they put that out. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. What are you going to do? So, I mean, I don't know exactly. This is coming out. This is episode 101. Tonight I'm dropping 99. So this is going to come out on, let me say, May 12th at midnight, Sunday. So two weeks from now. So where do you have any idea? You don't need, do you even know? You just want people to go to jimflorentine.com? Yeah. Um, for all your dates? Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to be. Yeah, I got dates in like Michigan, L.A., okay. uh, Jersey, and then Atlanta, Nashville. Okay. 
Yeah, JimFlorentine.com, all my comedy tour dates. And listen to my podcast, Comedy Metal Midgets. It's, I'm thinking about changing. I was talking about this week's it's podcast. It's amazing. You want rage? It's so I good. I'm thinking about changing the podcast to Jim Florentine shits on everything. You, why, why wouldn't you? I think I might, I'm a, you know, because that, that pretty much explains it. That's, that's everything. That explains it. Because, you know, I, I, when I first started at Rudy Sarzo from Ozzy, uh, Quiet Rye, yeah. whatever, he was my first guest ever. Right. And so I said, oh, I'm going to interview some metal guys, I'll do some comedy, and whatever. And I just do it in midgets just to have the three words. Right. And then I realized that people don't, people want to hear me rant. And I've had Metallica on my podcast, and people didn't want to hear it. Like, come on, dude, get back to fucking yeah. making fun of vanity plates. Right. So I just stopped doing the, the metal stuff. So you, you, so when we leave here, you're not going to give this place a Yelp review? No, I won't. That's, <laughs> that's another just a sense of entitlement. Oh, my it's God. It's been going on for a long time. You know, you always, had that, you always had that woman that didn't get her way. It's been going on at comedy clubs. It's usually a, nothing worse than a drunk white woman. Right. I always say in a comedy club, they're entitled. The, the night better go their way. They got a fucking a, a pussy-ass husband that doesn't want to stick up for himself and just... You know, let her do her thing. That's her. You know, so she didn't get away at the restaurant or the comedy club. She, did, you know, she was yelling at the comedian. She caused a big stink. So now, what yelp? Now, if I, everything's not perfect at my table, I am going to let them know. Meanwhile. It, they just had that restaurant or wherever you went just had a bad day at work. Right. That's all they did. Maybe a waitress was out. Maybe the cook was fucking hungover or he showed up late. Right. They had somebody else cooking the food, you know, because the cook quit. You know what I mean? Like, if these people, wherever they worked, behind a desk at a fucking cubicle, and they had a really bad day at work. Yeah. And then someone wrote about that day, and it's online forever. Uh-huh. How do you think they would feel? Yeah, terrible. You know what I mean? Like, now they're going for the next job, and you do a Google search of that person's name. They go, wait a minute, on this day in your cubicle, you fucked this up, and you deleted that file, and right. you guys got to start from scratch, and then you were late for work, and you fell asleep at your desk. All of that stuff would be there. They yeah. wouldn't want that there, but right. they don't give a shit. Right. These people are just trying to make a living, man. It's, you know, exactly. it's a mom-and-pop operation or whatever. Whatever store it is, there's yeah. a manager. The general manager's got a fucking wife and two kids at home. Right. He keeps getting bad Yelp reviews. They might get rid of him. He's got $130,000 a year fucking salary, just barely paying his mortgage. Right. And you're going to bitch because you're fucking, you know, a couple of your fries were cold. Right. And you're going to go online. You're going to take the time you go to online. go home and then to you know, log into Yelp. Right, even right. to even have a Yelp account exactly. is insane. Exactly. And then, and then corporate's going to read that and go, you know, we got to get rid of this guy. They're getting this getting a lot of bad reviews at this place. Yeah. All because you went out and it, everything didn't go your way. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Like I say on my podcast, you're having another meal in a little while. Just fucking hang in there. Get over it. Hang in there. You got another one coming in like six, seven hours. It's right. going to be okay. Everything's going to be It's not the meal of century. You didn't like right. your lunch? We got dinner coming. We ate a Panda Express at fucking right. in Disneyland. I, I haven't eaten there in nine years. Right. It's shit food. Of course. But you know what? We had lunch. We went there. And I'm like, fine. I don't like, it's not, a, I'm not a fan, but I got another meal coming in six, seven right. hours. It's going to be all right. And what are you expecting from Panda Express? Yeah, I'm anyway. in Disneyland. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to eat shit. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. But, but but that's all the incentive entitlement. I better get my way, and that's this generation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything, they're spoiled brats. Their parents were always there to protect them, and everything had to go their way, and they would sue the fucking baseball team if they didn't make it. Uh, or I was on the cheerleading team. Yeah, want me to write a letter to the, to the fucking superintendent at the school and tell me you didn't treat my girl. You. I'm going to uh, report you. All of this stuff. Oh, uh, it's the worst. Because they need to, so these fucking young, you know, on Yelp, I didn't like my hamburger. You know what I mean? All this shit. It's like you. Oh, it, 
Okay, sorry. A lot of your nights are not going to go good right. when you go out. Right. Who gives a shit? Right. Now there's a platform where people can just, like, snitch on people because you didn't get your way. Any time I have to give a review of anything, it's five stars. Yeah. On, my, on every fucking Uber driver gets five stars. Right. I've never given less than five stars. Right. I tell them, I, hey, man, great ride. I'm going to give you five stars. Thank you. Right. Always. Well, I'm, why am I going to fuck that guy's life up? Right. He might need a second job. Maybe he lost his job. He's going to lose his house. Exactly. Okay, and he's got two kids and a wife at home, and he had to pick up an Uber job, and he's working his ass off, and he's not around his family, so I'm going to give him two stars because he had a fucking bump. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I get it. You know, and then people are going to go, wow, this guy, he's only got three and a half stars. I'm going to pass on him. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, come on. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, so I always, I've never, I've never complained. I never wrote a letter. I think oh, fucking United really? Airlines. I never fucking called their corporate up. None of that shit. I, like, know, right. I don't think I've ever called corporate. I, I, I can't ever. say I don't think. I know for a fact I've never called anyone. I never wanted to speak to a manager. Like, yeah. I, 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 no. What am Just I doing? move on. Exactly. But yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's a shame, man, that that's going on and that, you know, people are, People have a voice, and they just want to bitch. Yeah, you know, just if you're gonna if you're gonna go on Yelp, then just give the place five stars. Right. Or if you didn't like it, just don't go there anymore. Don't go. That's there's a million other restaurants. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a Buffalo Wild Wings by my house, and it's like, all right, we go there, we know we have to wait like 45 minutes for the food. Of course. So I just know going it's just in. Cool. They're busy. Right. So I just know going in. All right. If we're going there, I, you know, it's gonna be a wait. Yeah. So we're just going to hang out. We're going to watch a TV. If we want to eat something real quick, that's not the place to go. Right. But I'm not going to write something bad. Just play. There are fucking kids working there. Yeah. They don't give a shit. They don't give a shit. They're on their fucking phone in the back. They don't give a fuck. Right. That I'm waiting for his, you know, his, his fucking buffalo wings. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> anyway. Luke, awesome. you got anything to say? Luke, you got anything to say? Come on, say what's up. What's up? <laughs> No? Nothing? Nice. You good? You good? Yeah, he's good, yeah. All right, cool, man. He's still on, you know, recovering from L.A. time. He's never been on the West Coast. Okay, well, when did you just get back? Friday night. Oh, but, okay. But, you know, that three-hour difference oh, yeah, fucked him up. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, he's still, like, you know. Like six hours out there to get out there? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, I was out in California once, but it was only for like a week or so. Oh, yeah? It was at work, yeah. Yeah. A different job. Yeah. Long Beach. I loved it out there. I was there for like, I was there for like a week, 10 days. It was great. Yeah. But since I was at work, I really didn't get a chance to go and really do stuff. But I was walking around. I saw like the stupid touristy shit, like, you know, the Walk of Fame, all the stars and stuff. But I was just walking around by myself and just, just the layout. It's, it's really cool how it's like, all right, there's a city and you look down the block and there's like a beautiful palm tree and a mountain. It's like, yeah. it's very cool that way. But to live out there, who the hell knows? No, he was like, man, we're coming back to Jersey. It's dark, you know, it's cold here. It's dreary. Uh-huh. It's 85 and sunny. He's in shorts. He's like, it's weird coming back here. I go, I know, I do. I always schedule trips out there in the winter time. Yeah. I get, I'm like, it's 85 out there. I come back. I'm fucking shoveling my driveway. Oh, it's the worst, right? You know. It's the worst. So, uh, but yeah, so maybe so. He's, I think he's still a little hungover. All right, he'll be good for tomorrow. And my comedy special's out. I got the house. I got the house. It's on Amazon Prime now. Yeah, you can rent it on Amazon Prime, yeah. iTunes, just physical copies of my website. Yeah, and you did it at, at, with Anthony Cumia. Yeah, that's Anthony awesome. Anthony Cumia Studio, thirty-five that's people. That's great. I brought my own chairs. Thirty-five people. Yeah, because he has stands there that holds like fifteen or twenty people. Right. And I brought fifteen folding chairs. Right. From my house and lugged them in and set them up. 
Yeah, I saw it, and then I was, and then like at the end, I sort of like filmed the Compound Media Studios NYC. I was like, oh shit! I was like, he did it with Anthony Cumia. Yeah, because it's pretty much like a one-man show. So I was like, I don't need it in a big theater. Right. I don't need really crowd shots or anything like that. It's kind of like a personal piece. So I'm like, just do it. And they already have four cameras set up in there. Exactly. So I hired my buddy who's a director, and that was it. He yeah. just shot it. Stand there, just shoot the shit. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I watched oh. it the other night. Yeah. yeah. And you have a book. Yeah, I got to book everybody who's awful except you. Which is which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> because that's Facebook in and of itself. Oh, yeah. People, everybody is awful except you. Yeah. It's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just, you know, everybody bragging. You know, just rip apart social media and just go, look, just stop. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I'm hoping he doesn't get into it, my son. Like, I just, you know, if he, he can... Talk to his friends, do all that stuff, but just don't get involved in all the. Don't get involved. I didn't involved get enough likes, and how to, why does my friend Johnny have 300 friends and I only have 167? Yeah, that's. You know, he laughs about it. Say, because my friend Johnny with 167 friends, he stinks. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, maybe he bought, who cares? Right, At nobody cares. Nobody does. No. Some people don't get that. Like, people even go, like, how many friends you have? I go, I don't even know. Like, you don't know. I, go, I don't check. I don't give a shit. Yeah, me neither. I got to do my own thing. I'm not worried about it. Even in comedy, I was like, I don't give a shit what any other comic's doing. I got to do my own thing. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be jealous of someone that's getting ahead of me or whatever, doing something. I I don't give a fuck what they're doing. I don't need to watch their special. I got to focus on my shit. Right. You know? Yeah. And then you just sit there and be jealous. Like, why is this guy? I'm funnier than this guy. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just do your thing. Yeah. You've been doing your thing for a long time. Yeah, I just go up there and, you know. Just go up there and tell shit and dick jokes. Uh, yeah, and, 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 and get paid for it and be my own boss. There's nothing better. Greatest thing ever. Like, it's like, how do you not, as a comic, how do you not, how are you not content with that? Yeah, really. You have an, you have an audience and you can do whatever you want. You can make your own hours yeah. and you're your own boss and nobody tells you what to do. Right. How can, that's why I do a podcast. And I do stand up. It's like I'm my own boss. Yeah. I make every decision. No more of that metal show. It's a wrap for them. I know today was negotiations, and you're probably even sick of talking about it at this point. No, there was never any negotiations. Well, there wasn't like like after the end, though. Somebody else might pick it up or whatever. No. There was none of that. No, it was no, no, no. It was, but maybe because I, I I do that on Twitter just to get Eddie Trunk all riled up. Oh, that's why you do. Yeah, because people always ask him, like, and he always takes the bait. Right. Like, you know, Eddie, what about what about Netflix? And then I retweet. I'm like, that's a good idea, Eddie. We never thought about Netflix. What about it? And then there's fucking 90 people. That would be great. Uh-huh. And he's like, listen, I don't own the show. You know, right. The talent doesn't own the show. People have to realize of course. that. Yeah. You know, when the, when the Sopranos ended, people couldn't go up to Galveston. Feeney, but he's still alive. Right. And go, why don't you get the show on Showtime? Right. You know, what about Amazon Prime? Right. You know what I mean? Like, he has, it, David Chase owns that show, and right. HBO owns it. Right. So the talent on the show has no say whatsoever. Nice. There you go. Nice. <laughs> so, you know, the BH1 owns it. Probably, well, meanwhile, Crank Anchors, the show is on from 2002 to 2007, is coming back That's after great. 12 years. You have a part of it, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. No, I knew you had a part of it then. Yeah, but we're going to start filming soon. We'll start recording awesome. calls. But that, out of 12 years, out of, out of nowhere. But, I mean, all right, you played Bobby Fletcher and, of course, Special Ed. Are you gonna re- is that a recovering thing? I think so. Are I you mean, allowed to do that in 2019? <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.
Yay. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think so. They just said, look, you're part of the show. We you didn't start recording yet. You have to be able to just do that because everyone, everyone whines and cries. You can't. Well, listen, you play, on the show, you played a retard with a crash helmet. Yeah, yeah, with a, yeah, a retarded puppet, basically. Right. Are they going to allow you to do that? I um, hope so. <laughs> I haven't got any word that they're not. So, right. I mean, I do two characters. I said I'm part of the show. But we right. haven't started recording anything yet. Okay. So... Well, that's good. But you never know, like, when a show might come back. So 12 years later, out of blue, they're doing, right. they're rebooting the show. That's awesome. So you never know. That metal show maybe in a couple of years from now. That would be great. Both so, shows are great. That yeah. would be awesome. That would be amazing. If I can, you yeah, know, man. And get free health insurance. You say that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, lady. Give me the record. Give me. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. It's great that he can recite your stuff. Yeah, I know. That's I know. That's awesome. Oh, shit. All right, man. Well, thank you so much for your time, Yeah, man. man no problem, yeah. I'm glad that, you know, you're local, and it worked out because every Sunday night I, I drop her off. So okay. It was, so it was uh, convenient. Yeah. Hopefully it was convenient for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I'm only like 20 minutes from here, so oh, okay. it's perfect, yeah. Awesome. And I was off home on Sunday night. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, it was good. Good. Absolutely. I, I appreciate it. Yeah. Well, everybody, follow me at the Brooklyn Blast Furnace on Instagram. And from there, you can go. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, thanks a lot, man. I yeah, no problem, it. man. Thank awesome. you.